Murph meme, so I think I went too far. <laughs> Are you recording? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. Oh, yeet. It's good to be back. It's good. It's good to be here once again for episode three. This is Mustard in a Ketchup Packet. Stories from a band that tried. I'm your host, Nathan. I'm your host, Doug. <laughs> I didn't fuck it up this time. Last time uh, I was, said that was pretty was embarrassing, Doug. wasn't yeah. it? How, yeah. how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? All right. I uh, the other day at work, I'm a I, I'm a letter carrier for the those uninformed in the audience. You people don't know. <laughs> uh, I fucking was I was out walking on a loop delivering some mail, and I walked back in my. Somebody broke into my mail truck. My oh, little that's LLB, right. You, you, know. you texted that in our little chat thing. Very sad. Um, luckily, I'm smart, and I kept kept all the mail in the back locked away, so I didn't lose my job. But I did lose my backpack. Would you have lost your job if they were stole mail? No, probably not. What to say? How's, it, how will, you, how's that your fucking fault? Well, I would have gotten in trouble because you're not supposed to keep it anywhere they can steal it, I guess. Because like, the, the front, you can, you can break into the windows. But like the, you can't really break into the back unless you have a key, uh, or you're just really strong. Okay. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, it, was, it sucked. Well, at least you didn't get hurt. That's all that matters. That's right. My pride did... got hurt a little bit. Oh, okay. Or else I would have to done this podcast by myself. Yeah, it'd be very awkward, if, especially <laughs> after this part. You would have made some, make some shit up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're in a band called Noise Brigade. This whole documentary podcast informative thing is just us telling our story. Um, and once again, we reiterate this every time. Why should you give a shit? Because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a great time. It's a good time. We're I'm, good. A, I'm having a great yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, we're already episode three, and I'm having a. There's stuff we we're learning about each other. Doug's learning about me, and it's only going to get weirder from here mm. <laughs> and stickier. Like what? Uh, so <laughs> I have to bring up. I miserably fucked up first episode by timeline. Of, oh yes. Of, just um, correct it real quick. Yeah, the, the sequence of events. I still don't remember whether or not the AA show or the Battle of the Bands was first, but those both took place in like spring 2010. Okay. Yeah. And so, but you had the band. The band started and like was quote doing kind of nothing, doing stuff in 2009. Yeah, we were. But that, you really didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That until was like 2010. Ge- that was the gestation period, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Well, I mean, that's everybody's fucking band. Yeah, does nothing for a while mm-hmm. in that beginning stage. Just like I said, I think, like I said in the last episode, just you don't know what to fucking do. Uh, fucking no, exactly. None of us did. Yeah, so that all happened anyway. in two thousand nine or two thousand ten. So all that. Thank you, Dimitric, for providing that yes. information. Or, yes, we love you. Maybe you should have not told us at all. Then it would be funnier. It would have been even funnier. Yeah, actually, yeah. Fuck you. Why'd you say that? I feel so stupid now. Whatever. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so last we left off, my. Um, What's that word you used? That uh, impetus. Impetus. <laughs> it's go. funny because I was like, "Yo, we should call the first episode the impetus," but I didn't say that word till the second episode. It makes so. it even funnier. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, we left off me joining the band, and uh, we're gonna get into like some cool parts here of us, of me and Doug playing our first shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, little little history thing because not only is this part important of the of the push. So the word for push. Shove. Shove for the band. <laughs> Very important people come into play here that kind of help Noise Brigade uh, do what they need to do. And it's uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
But uh, well, let's get there. So to back up, let's have some context here. So 2010, we do the first River Rock shows, like we said. Mm-hmm. So we've got to back up a little bit. So before I was in the band, our singer at the time hits up this MySpace page called... Uh, I don't know how he even find, how he even finds it. Do you remember uh, how how, sure, how that came across? I don't know for sure, but I'm sure it was something like, "I'm going to fucking Google record labels in a lab or something <laughs> like that." Maybe I don't know. Maybe they hit us up. I don't know. No, well, we, we confirmed that. And I'll put the clip here. I have it saved. Where he's going to fucking answer? I hope so. Hey, buddy. Hey, me and Ethan are doing a thing. Um, do you remember? How we met Austin Hudson? Yeah, you guys messaged us uh, on oh. MySpace. Message Hudson Records. It was uh, you who started the thing? Show, <laughs> so we went to the second show you guys had at that church basement. Oh, so, right. Okay. okay. And hello, me was right before you guys, and you played a cover of Beer, and I still want to hear it again. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to. Okay. I wanted our to friend Nathan Hughesman, who was part of this thing, who we're still friends with. Yeah, confirmed that we hit him up. Okay. So that yeah. I don't know how it happened. I didn't do it. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to have this have the first perspective on this because I wasn't there. You really didn't handle a lot of that yeah. stuff at the time. But yeah. just from the info we're gathering, somehow they were contacted mm-hmm. first. So our singer at the time contacts to find this record label in Alaska. It's so funny, right? Because why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> We're like, we're like, we're gonna put out a record. We need a label, like, dude. They're out to who? <laughs> Silly. Let me tell. My letters to Epitaph aren't working. So maybe, dude. I think we tried some of that shit. Are like, you, oh I, fuck. I'm pretty sure, like, we emailed some labels. Oh shit. I'm pretty. I maybe it was maybe was it was the later. show that the, the River Rock. Those the first River Rock show so fucking good. You just were like uh, our, our egos were. Massive, Dude, that probably. show was awesome. Dude, we're we're, so we're going to play in front of millions of people, and we need people need to cash in on this now. <laughs> if only we knew. God damn it! So once again, you have that ego, mm-hmm. which every, every you know to some point, you know every band who has a show like that, especially they're like one of their first shows. You have that kind of like, and it wasn't thing. it wasn't like having an ego about it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. We we were just stoked and we were yeah. proud. You know what I Maybe mean? Maybe too much to think you'd really deserved a record deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if we thought we deserved it, but we certainly tried to get one. You know what I mean? So Singer at the Time looks up this thing on MySpace called Hudson Records. Yeah. I don't know where he found this. I'm ne- I'd never heard of this at the time. Yeah, but I just say I'm small. He, so, so you have the first River Rock. You guys are stoked. You have all this energy. And you're like, okay, I'm going to hit up this. He's like, I'm going to hit up this record label and ask him to come to the next one, mm-hmm. next show. So they come down to the, and we can confirm this like for their last clip with, because that's what happened. The part that uh, baffles me is that you hit them up. <laughs> I know, that's, I know. That's so funny about it. Yeah. So you hit them up like, hey, we have these awesome shows that are going on in this church. Come down to the second one. And they come down and check out um, the show. It's just two people in this, quote, label. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was our friend Nathan Huseman, still good friends with. And so the guy named Austin Hudson, hence he's the other, H- guy. other guy named Hudson Records. And we're not Hudson. throwing shade at anybody. We're, no, none that. of this stuff is really bad. If anything, it's just funny. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> it's, just, like it's just a testament to note. We nobody so, knows what the fuck's going on or how this works. Yeah, like, including him. Like we were just so we were kids, dude. He yeah. was older than us, but I'm pretty sure he was. I still was like, older than him. He was. He was a year younger. I think Nathan is like 
I want to say he was like 15. At the Nathan's time. younger so, than me, so he was. Yeah, young, he yeah. was like super young. So, and then this other guy, Austin, he was only a year younger than me, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was older than Nobody all of you guys. Nobody knew what we were doing. You <laughs> but, know, like, it's, so it's hard to like, we, like it's hard to talk shit because like we there's no shit to talk. Like, yeah, like it was just funny and silly. It's, it's just you know hilarious. I mean? yeah. and that's why we're telling this story because I feel like. <laughs> so you hit them up. They come to the show. Once again, like we said in our last um, episode, the River Rock shows were fucking gnarly. Great. Great shows. I really like. Like I said, I think. Also, I confirmed you did three of them. Yeah, one of them was acoustic. That's right. That's right. I went. I went, <laughs> I went back to my my, my Facebook. Yeah. Because I, I started my Facebook like like right after this first show. I was like, mm, I'm gonna do some research. Yeah. Figured it out. <laughs> so they come to the show. Another packed show. Hello Me was also playing this show, and so they saw they saw both our bands essentially. I think it was like the same lineup. Almost. I think it was almost <laughs> the same fucking lineup. <laughs> Plus, we didn't know it anybody was, else. It's so good. Let's do it again. <laughs> it was so nice. We did it twice. And so they come another pack show. So, do you have any remembrance of them being at that show or how it kind of went? I don't fucking remember. I'm. I know they were there. I know they. I'm pretty sure they talked to us like outside the show and they introduced themselves and stuff. Maybe even maybe it was another thing like like you where we actually met before the show and like hung out because like. It sounds like they were like they only that was the first time you guys met. You yeah, they came up for that show. Right. I do remember kind of meeting them at that show, like just in passing, because mm-hmm. Austin remembered me for jokes on you. Oh, and that was the first thing he said to me. He's like, "You're in jokes on you, right?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Hell, he's like, "You guys were awesome." I was like, "You're you, motherfucker. You're the only guy who probably thought that." <laughs> <laughs> he was buttering your biscuit, brother. <laughs> I guess so. Something like that, <laughs> motherfucker. But um, but this started a wonderful relationship with them. And the four of you for uh, about half a year. Yeah, not long. Not for uh, of you being signed to their uh, <laughs> Hudson Records. Yeah, I don't know label. that they ever put out. They did put out a record, I think. They put out one record yeah, yeah. as the crows flies. Mm-hmm. If I, which we will get to that eventually. That's yeah. a good. That's a funny story too. Yeah. But uh, that yeah. ties into us playing our first show at the downstairs. That's true. And um, but yeah, so they they signed you to their quote label. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that if it was like an official like registered label. It was just some dudes putting out. I just think some it was some music. dudes. Like to me, what it sounds like, and I'm speculating. Obviously, I feel like it's people that love music. Like I do really believe they loved music, mm. but they didn't know how to play music. They wanted to be involved. They wanted somehow. to be involved, but I like maybe that maybe they didn't have any musicianship. Mm-hmm. The that maybe they didn't have talent. <laughs> I don't know. I think no, Austin, Austin, Austin could play. I think I, I remember him, uh, him playing drums. Like he showed me some stuff, and he he, he okay. Had some, he I, had didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. That. I thought he played guitar or something. Maybe but yeah, I can remember. But Nathan Nathan doesn't really have. He's Austin. not a musician. Yeah, he was. Yeah. he was. I don't remember why he was looped in with it, but like I think it was like he was new. Yeah, and we're obviously stuff. speculating. So Nathan, if you're listening to this, we're, this is just from our point of views. If you have something to say, we'd love to have you on the show, yeah. actually, and talk yeah. about That would this. be a fun episode, actually. that would be a really good yeah. show. If Nathan, is, hearing this, Nathan is we would love to have you on so you could talk to the, the other side of this side, of yeah. this coin. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so dude. they signed you to this record, this quote regularly. After, you know, your two River Rock shows mm-hmm. and you played a fucking your fucking Battle of the Bands and the A meeting. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> this baby band shit. It's just, like, the, yeah, the, just, the it's so funny to you. Yeah. I, I, maybe it was also that thing, like, oh, we're like, and I will say Austin and even Nathan, like, like they're really good at like, I don't know, like uh, negotiating. Is that the right mm. word I'm looking for? Like some kind of feel where um, we're doing this thing and I have all these ideas and it makes you feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the word for that is, but 
Because I, I mean, I, I got that out of the way when I, I got, I sensed that right out of the gate when I met them. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a sense of motion, like something, yeah. something was going to happen. If we, yeah, something's going to happen. I'm starting something. It would be really cool if you're part of this. Yeah. And it really felt that. But it felt that, big to us, for did. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can only imagine. I, once again, we're backing up. I wasn't part of this at this time. This is during the River Rock thing before I kind of joined. Mm. So a lot of things, things happen kind of a little bit here for Noise Brigade. Yeah. So they, um, one thing I remember particularly is that they were going to do this giant showcase. Oh, my God. Yes. So they were doing this fucking show out in the valley. And if you um, remember, the valley is a thing out in Anchorage, 30 minutes east. A whole nother community, and they were going to do this giant show, like all these like ten plus local fucking bands I from Anchorage was, and the Valley. Yeah, from Anchorage and the Valley, it was a huge fucking deal. And <laughs> you got and like it was like I think Thera was the biggest band that played that on that bill. Did Thera play it? Yeah, did I? Thera, oh, I, I saw the thing. That's crazy. I'll post a. Uh, I found the. Um, poster. I'll post it on Instagram. They just opened for Limp Biscuit. That's crazy, right? That's awesome. Great for that. <laughs> there has been around for a while. They've always been one of the. I would say probably they're the. Probably the. I don't know. Like they were like the band that I looked up to. I think. Yeah, they're definitely one of the. They've been around for a long time in Alaska, and they were always all the musicians were very tight. Very yeah, very very pro. well professional band. And yeah. To this day too. I think most of the, I think they just kind of stick to just hanging out, playing the, kind of the bigger shows in Alaska, yeah. which is fine. Because they're they're, yeah. they're like they got families and stuff like yeah. that. They're all awesome musicians. Yes, you know? they're all great. And like I really haven't met a lot of them. Like I only know Mason, mm-hmm. and he's always been an awesome guy. awesome guy. I don't really know. I don't know if you have any history with any of those guys. I, I mean, it was, I was in a band with Mason for. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, like, while, but I don't know if you ever talked to any of the people. But I only really know Mason. But I mean, they seem like great people. Yeah, they're all nice yeah. people. Yeah. So like this giant fucking local thing, and it was at this train depot, and a. In Palmer, Alaska, which is, if you look at a map, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> but uh, it's a really nice place. It's a really nice, it's like a rented out hall. It was, hall. A, it was yeah, the Palmer Train Depot. I, don't, I think it used to be like a train station or something, and it they weren't using it for that anymore. But it, so it was basically this big open space yeah. where we made it. We, we like, there there was a stage. I don't know how it got there. I think they built it. Like, they must have built like. Th- it's funny. It. Like I think because you have to rent that out. You have to get all this. You have to get the sound guy. You have to get the stage. I'm thinking, was Austin's parents rich or something? I, you know, I never uh, thought about that. But how the fuck did he? Right. Like we're both of them. We're both of just loaded. Nathan, if you're hearing this, were you loaded at this time? Were you able to just afford this at your age? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But, <laughs> I want to really, I really, I'm going to ask. Maybe that's why he had him in. Yeah. I'm going to ask. I, I want him on the show so I can ask him. I'm just so curious. Because yeah, yeah. again, this entire story is just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like that age, throwing this big show. Like what, what the fuck? It's cool. It's cool. But what the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like, like how, how, how did you, you get here? How did you get the logistics? Like did you Maybe, maybe I'm gonna believe that somebody was rich. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. Either think somebody was rich, or like they knew a bunch of shit that I did not know. Exactly, you know or mean? they knew I a guy. Oh, my uncle was the trade depot, yeah. and I can get a good deal. Maybe it I could be know. anything. But anyway, you guys played that show. That was probably probably one of your first bigger shows. I want to say, it was, yeah, yeah. It was. It was one of our. It was our first show that um, had bands that were involved in like the Valley and Anchorage scenes. I, yeah, because I had thrown away thoughts. Who's part of the Valley scene? And you know Thera, and we were meeting all these people. Yeah, there's a lot of bands. I'll, I'm, I can't remember. I'll post a flyer, like I said, on Instagram to check it out if you were there at the time and mm-hmm. want some uh, jog some nostalgia. But uh, so you guys kind of start that. 
we all hello me also down line gets asked to play that mm-hmm. and uh, at this point we're like buddy bands. yeah you and me yeah hello me and noise we're like best friend bands at this point and and uh austin hits us up and says hey you guys want to play too and i was like yeah let's do it it'll be fucking rad and we were kind of like on a quote tour at the time <laughs> by tour we, we <laughs> meaning we went up to fairbanks and then on the way back we played the show where'd you play in fairbanks uh joel's place you played at joel's yeah. place mm-hmm. no way yeah it was a really cool show that's crazy yeah and, and actually <laughs> funny funny little quick little thing about that show we left early because we got a really nice hotel and we forgot to get paid <laughs> that's hilarious and the guy texts me he's like hey we got 500 bucks for you while we're already like halfway back to Palmer. Oh I'm like, fuck! Did you go back? No. Oh. <laughs> but Ego at that time was like, nah, ah, fuck it, I don't need it. I don't think I ever told the other guys that, that I got that text. <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna get a Venmo request. Who's the guy who ran that place? Do you remember uh, his name? John Farmer. Hey, um, John Farmer, if you're hearing this, I will love to take that $500 <laughs> you'd owe me. Um, if you wanna... <laughs> I'm here to collect. At Nathan Nelson yeah. 12 or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Nathan Nelson 12 at Venmo, so... Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we come back. From that, this. We'll get we'll get to more uh, Joel's play yeah. shows in the future. Anyway, we come back from this tour and <laughs> <laughs> with air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we come back from this tour. We because then we're playing the Palmer thing, and I I have a funny. I don't know if you have any funny stories from that show. Here's my funny story. We get there, and Austin and Nathan come up to me, and they're like, "I was like, hey man, how you guys doing?" Like, ugh. The first band, I think they were called, I don't know if you remember, This Human Condition. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, I'm not throwing shade, but it's been so long I could talk about this because it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny. They're like, they're complaining they got to play first because it's their last show. Mm-hmm. We were playing second on this 10-band bill. I really didn't give a shit at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll play first if you want me to. And Austin's like, no, no, no. We already had it set and we made the deal already. You guys are playing it second. Been, it would have been playing, fine to just like, switch. First. Yeah. I would have been really fine if we just fucking switched. But... uh. It was whatever. So I'm getting. We get there, and they, they they open up the show, and the entire time they're complaining that they have to play first on stage, huh? On yeah, stage, on stage. That's crazy. There's, <laughs> I, <laughs> once again, we're all kids here. Yeah, they don't understand how this kind of stuff portrays or goes off on some mm-hmm. people. But I looked at it like, what a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember the singer's like... No, actually, I remember that, I think. I remember, yeah. I just remember, too, the singer's like... He was so salty. He was so mad. And I was like... He's like, this is our last show. Suck fuck! It's like, fuck, he sucks. We have to play first. I'm like, sit there. God, man. What? <laughs> if it's... Why don't you... Why don't you... It's a festival. Why don't you, like, try to... Why don't you organize, like, a going-away show Holy or something? Shit. That's so fucking funny, dude. It was so good. Oh and then I remember getting that, and I'm like... I think I ended up. I think I don't know if we know anybody though. I think John McAlpin was in that band, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, he passed um, away recently. Oh, recently. yeah, he was a he was dude, a good guy. He was one of the. If greatest there's anything about that, I've ever met. yeah. If he if there's anything about the band, he was the best part. Yeah, he was. Dude, I went to I went to high school with him. Super sweet guy. One he I Calvin and I had a guitar class. Mm-hmm. We had a guitar class at in Chugach High School, and he was in it. And he was already a shredder. Like he just took it for like a free credit, basically. Yeah. And I remember like we were like you know, doing our little shit. Calvin was playing his Shine Down song, Ooh. and John would be in the corner just sweeping. Oh, He's man. fucking. I didn't really get position. to know him um, until he was into the depths, really, because mm. um, that's when our bands kind of played more. Mm. But um, if anything, that first impression of this, I didn't think the only person I felt badly about that band was the singer at the time. Yeah, so, right, right, right. So that's the only thing. I, I don't know who the it bad was. Thing. I don't even. I can't even fucking remember it. But I just remember that so well because it was, it was so fucking funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm sitting there going, why? 
First of all, if you're going to play your last show and you want it to be all about you, you probably shouldn't. Po- you probably shouldn't book a fucking festival thing. Like, mm. probably not the best idea. Yeah, uh, but I'm not know, a doctor. I don't know yeah. how that works. But, but you know, we were so young. You dude. were. Like, yeah. Who knows? But, but that it's just so fucked. I probably. You know what? If if, if that would happen to us, I probably would have done the same thing. Like, fuck. Because I I said I didn't have any filter on stage back in the day. I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, I guess we're here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But, or like um, I, I would like I would like fuck up and be like man sorry I fucked up so bad or whatever yeah. so whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, do you remember anything about that show really? Or remember? Um, I don't remember there being a whole lot of people there. Um, I remember it being fun. Though. I think it got it was one of those things where the, you know Theo was the big band at the yeah. time. I think it was just one of the things where more people showed up at the end. That's true. People were and there I for think that. honestly I think you guys played after us if I'm not mistaken. You guys so. played third, so it was he assuming condition. I we did play third. I feel that feels yeah that right. sounds right because. Yeah, yeah. I think we bar we, we borrowed each other's shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're, you're that's cr- the best part when you were friends with a with another band. You can you can uh, borrow each other's shit. Yeah, and like, I didn't have and much shit back then. <laughs> I had a shitty like old PV combo amp, which was actually awesome, but yeah. not good for playing shows. And it was easy for us because we um we were, we did this tour <laughs> tour <laughs> with uh in like two small ass cars and like Joel's place I think had amps and everything, so we didn't have to bring much. That's right. So. But yeah, um, so that show happens, and then I don't know, I remember I thought oh. it was cool because we we that was the first time we played out of Eagle River. Yes, so that that felt cool to us. Yeah, and and I, none of us could drive, so we had to like get our parents to drive us out ooh, there and yeah. shit. But then that starts the that starts kind of the momentum for them to kind of book you with other shows. Yeah, and like like I said, I think like I said in the last episode after those River Rock shows. Both of our bands, Hello Me and Noise Brigade, branched off into the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Noise Brigade specifically, Hudson Records, if anything, did help help a lot. Yeah. Help. And I'm saying Hudson Records like it's a company when really it was just a guy. who's Austin just, and Nathan. Yeah, just Austin and Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> but, you know, they did help us they, because the, our first show at the downstairs, which was like the, the venue in that era. Was because of them. Was because of them. But there were a whole bunch of other shows, too, like... I think you guys played the park in Wasilla when they were in those summer parks. They got right. you those shows. You do that. They helped. They helped get you your first coot show. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to put your first record, which ended up did not happen. That, that and then we'll get to that. And we'll get to that. Um, but one of the biggest things they did for us, and which kind of translated over to me when I joined the band, is they got in touch um, with radio. Yeah, they got some of your songs put on the. The local radio, which is kind of funny because how crappy those songs sounded back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, KZND, ninety four seven the end back home. That's right. So this was a lo- this was a local Anchorage um, radio station. It was a big fucking deal. Yeah, it they was had- cool because it was it was a you know major radio station, but they they major radio station in Alaska. In, yeah, in, in yeah. Alaska, but it was, but, but like it played all that kind of music we liked to listen to. It was like the modern rock station or yeah. whatever. It, or it was that in K-Whale. Yeah. But KZD was cooler. But KZD um, supported local music. More they than, they than had K-Whale. a... I, honestly, I look back, the only the only bands I feel K-Whale, the, the, another radio station, 106.5, only really presented was 36 Crazy Fists. Sick um, band. Static Cycle. Oh my God. I <laughs> forgot about that band. And uh, Portugal man. the Man. Yeah. And Delmag, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but like KCD would, the, KCD had this block on Sundays where they would just play local music for like an hour. Yeah, it was awesome, and, and it was like a huge deal to all of us. Yeah, and it was a huge deal to even just get on there. And down the line, they had this thing where an entire month they would pick a local band, 
and they would put you on rotation with their mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. You were like the band of the month or something. A lot of the times it was that band that was like releasing something. Yeah. So like, it was really cool. They really did help a lot for this. Not only did they help a lot with other bands in the scene and the scene in general, but it also helped Noise Brigade a lot. And we're going to get to that. Absolutely. Right, right here. Because Austin was one of the help movement to get you on. Yeah, I, he, I, you guys did a because if I remember correctly, I only remember this because I remember um, some posts. But he got you on a radio interview with at the time um, who was hosting. His stage name was Fat Guy, mm-hmm. um, Mr. John Marte. Am mm-hmm. I getting that right? That's correct. Yeah. That's right. And um, <clears throat> do you remember anything about that interview at all? I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, I <laughs> I had to leave school early for it. Ooh, yeah! I gotta go. That's right. But you're the coolest guy oh, in the I fucking lunchroom. That was in my fucking business logistics class. It was like, oh, got a bail. It's one fifteen or whatever. Gotta so. go to my fucking uh, radio interview. I was like, <laughs> gotta go to my. F-. Yeah, it was, it was stupid. Um, but <laughs> it just it just inflated my already swollen ego as a <laughs> as a sixteen year old. That's whatever. really cool. I mean, at sixteen to have yeah, that kind badass. of. I mean, I didn't have any radios, anything when I was. That age. I'm willing when to I was the, in the scene at all. So. Yeah, I'm willing to bet most 16-year-old kids that were still in school didn't have the op- even yeah. like they weren't afforded the opportunity to be have their music on the radio. So, exactly. so thank you, Austin. Yeah, and nowadays radio doesn't do shit. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't for a while. I haven't really felt any radio yeah. stuff is really put back to me. But this was this was a big deal at Noise Brigade. It was huge. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the the only thing I really remember about the the radio interview is we were <laughs> we were promoting an upcoming show at Coots. And we were playing with, I don't remember what, I remember one band we were playing with. I, there were a couple others. I want to get out. I have not in the band yet. No, so not yet. This is all for context. Um, <laughs> the band in question is ATF, Alaska Thunder Funk. Oh, the band is sick, though. Yeah, they're badass. But yeah. I, 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 <laughs> they're still around. I must have said Thunderfuck on the radio, but I swear to God, I said funk. I just say things funny, I did think. They, did they catch you or? I, well, <laughs> I think it was close enough. They were, they were like, well, he probably said funk or whatever. But like, th- like people were roasting me for it, though. Oh, okay. like, it wasn't a big deal. But like, okay. I got shit for it for like ever. Like, fat guy was always like roasting me for it. Thunder. And I probably I probably said it wrong because I, I still have speech issues to this day. So oh, same here. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> here I am hosting a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that was a big fucking deal. And yeah, and then which led you to... Your for your first bar show, which was Chill Cooch Charlie's. Yeah, which was which cool. is um which if you don't know, there are places to play in Alaska, but one of the bigger bars in in Anchorage at the time was it still is actually probably the biggest bar. Yeah, it's definitely where all like if you're on if for some reason you're going to tour in Alaska as like a medium level band, you're going to play at Coots. Yeah. They had a really nice stage. Yeah, two really nice stages. Awesome sound. Awesome sound. Sound guy was awesome. And they accommodated really well. And Noise Brigade playing that. You were all underage. We were all children. We were all children. And that was this kind of start and this kind of starts the beginning of this because I don't know how the alcohol laws are in the lower forty eight. If I'm saying lower forty eight and that confuses you, it's I guess it's an Alaska thing. Yeah, I didn't know that. It until. just means anybody that's below everything except for Alaska and yeah, Hawaii. We call it the lower forty eight. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not sure how the alcohol laws are, but in Alaska they are so strict. I think it has a lot to do with um I don't know, just kind of the people there and probably some bad stuff that happened back in the day. But you can't really have kids in a bar no matter what, even yeah. when you're playing a show. I think at some extent, I think I've experienced this on our later tours when we played 21 Up 
21 up shows. Like, we were allowed to play without our parents, yeah. but then we just had to leave. Mm-hmm. Cooch, you couldn't do that. You had to bring your parents. Yeah. And then you had, like, but then have the same thing where you play it, you're, you're out. You're out. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. And, and I probably had school the next day anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> that was a big fucking deal to be that young and playing shows like that. I don't, I th- this might just be my ego talking, but I think we were the one, like the, one of the first underage bands to play Coots. I don't think one of the first, because I remember when the Warp Battles happened. Um, when they did the Warp Battles back in the days, they had two sections. They had the 21-up crowd and the underage crowd. And so, and then, when the, and then when the underage crowd got the semifinals and got to the finals, they had the oh, finals they got the at Coots. Coots. That's but right, that's right. they probably saw that same rule where you had to bring a parent. Yeah, I, I believe, I'm obviously speculating once again, I believe Noise Brigade was one of the only continuing bands in Anchorage that were able to play Coots at our age. Yeah. Because we were always very, we just always followed the rules. That's what we didn't. Bu- we didn't bullshit. Like, I think I've heard stories where people try to force themselves. Oh, my parents can't go, or all this yeah. shit. We were always just like, yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, bring our parents. Our, par- our parents were all all very supportive, too. except my parents. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I have a story about that down the line. But okay, everybody's parent was pretty supportive. Most of them, except mine, and we'll get to that. But um, but yeah, I think that's a big deal, and I think that's I think that's how we got a lot of respect in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like that that that's something that like, we touched on the etiquette thing before. But like, we're always like very by the by the rules. We, we play by the rules. Like, yeah. we, it's for the greater good of, of yeah, everybody. Yeah, it just makes it easier, and yeah. like, and also too, like I said, I think have, like obviously have that kind of ego, but at the same time, it's like okay, I also don't want to kind of burn bridges or step on toes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just wanna, a kid. At the end, I'm just a kid. Like, ooh, I'm just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's so Austin. Like I wasn't there, but we do think because you did push that momentum. Austin and Nathan, yeah. both of you, pushed that momentum. So thank you for that. A lot of it to you. Yes. So, Coots happens. You play first couple shows. Um, where in this is you're like, okay, now I'm going to try to put out my first record with this quote record label, Hudson Records. Hudson Records. I'm. More like Austin, Nathan will pay for it. You're going to owe me money later. Yeah, I remember it was over that summer, um, the post River Rock summer. We were like, mm-hmm. I was like putting together. It was all of the songs on our demo, um, re-recorded, and a couple new ones. Mm-hmm. We never ended up finishing a lot of the new ones. Um, it was a, the album eventually was just scrapped. Wasn't it was it? just scrapped. We never did. We and never. I, ended I think it. I, under, I I think I have an idea as to why. Mm-hmm. Why is that? <laughs> Well, I joined the band. <laughs> so I joined the band, and they're already in this quote. I'm going to keep saying quote record label because it's not really a record label. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's so funny. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But uh, I joined the band, and I know you guys are part of this whole Hudson record thing. And I, and I kind of vi- I kind of go with it for a little bit. Um, me, I'm like, I'm older than Austin, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff he was talking I was like, do you really know what you're talking about? Right. Like, kind of like thing. And this is great. Like, I'm only 19 yeah. at this time. So, like, why do I have that headset? I don't know anything either. Yeah. You know, this is two people not really understanding each other at this point. Like, right. I, like he probably, I, I sensed there was something there, too. Because I know when I joined the band, he started, Nathan, not really. Because we, we, he became more friends with the group and everything. Yeah. But Austin himself became a little, I felt, came a, became a little more distant. Totally. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, I think um, a lot of it, I don't I don't think it was ever 
like, I'm going to screw these kids over. He just, he had these, he wanted to do all this stuff. He, he just, did. He didn't, I don't know, I don't know that he had the means to, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but he really wanted to. Right. <laughs> so, and you saw, you saw that. I kind of like, I don't know, if, I don't know, because I didn't know what the hell I was seeing through. Like, did yeah. I know what I was seeing through? I don't fucking know. It was just, I only say this because I, when I was in Jokes on You, something like this kind of happened to me, too, where... I, there was a guy who was like, hey, I really like you guys. I want to be your label or your manager or something. Who was that? Um, it's this guy named Nick. I'm not going to get too deep into it because it's a whole different thing. But I had that experience. So like when I saw that you guys were kind of having that, I was just kind of super mm. – I was super wishy-washy about it. And I was like – I just joined this band. I just joined like, this band, yeah. and I don't want this to happen again. Yeah. Like it was, it was just something else. So – that makes sense. Like that's probably. I a, think that's why. Yeah, that's so. probably a good reason why you're like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah, because like, first of all, you're in Alaska. Nobody knows how music how the music industry works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unless you've been, unless you've been, unless like, you've been, unless you're like just aside and you were like part of it for a while. Yeah, or something I mean? like, yeah. or like the. Clo- I mean, even then, like, I feel mm-hmm. like the closest people that had any ties to the music industry were the radio hosts. Yeah, and the DJs. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does an eighteen and a fifteen year old kid from the valley know about? Yeah, yeah. No offense, Nathan. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so I joined the band. I, I'm still with it for a little bit. Like I'm like, okay, we're, I'll go with this, and I'll just be careful. But even then, like when I was in the band, like he was still getting us shows that were actually very forward momentum yeah. with helping us getting to where we needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I remember, one of the biggest things, um, was his start of the boys and girls club shows. That's right. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And Justin uh, knew one of like the main people there. So that yeah. was another. So it was like two things there that kind of, but like Austin, you know, promoted it and all this stuff and it didn't like all this stuff. And we'll get to there first, but let's now back up. Now I'm in the band. You and me are finally in this fucking thing. Finally. So do you remember our first practice with me in the band? I think it was in the, the be- like the back bedroom in the, in the basement. Um, I remember finally being like, "Oh my god!" Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was just like, hey, yo. It was, hey, "Hey, yo!" <laughs> um, it was just so fucking cool to have somebody that was like on my level, you know, like as a guitarist. Like, I could I could show you like how these songs would go, and you would you just you would pick it up, and we sounded so sick with two guitars. You yeah, know what I mean, I th- um, yeah, and um, I remember because actually, I read. I think in the, one of the first episodes, you gave me the sh- first shitty demo to learn on the songs. You did. You gave me. The maybe the first test pressing of the unreleased album. That's that's correct. Of yeah. you, of what you which you never released. So which, I learned all the songs from that. They sound a lot better. They did sound a lot better. The guitar actually wasn't like it was actually through some IRs or some impulse response. Or actually, something. no, I just learned how to EQ a little bit better on my pedal. It was oh, still, it, was, it was still just direct in. Oh, really? Can you believe oh, that? I remember not being a static. As I don't know how it happened. I don't know. I think it's I, I was. Using I don't think strap. we have this, so I can't put any clips anywhere. But yeah. um, I have it on my computer actually. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. we'll send them over and I'll put a clip here. Yeah. Um, we we can do like a little comparison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember it very well too. I remember I remember I sat down on the bed the entire time on the That's practice right. with and your just, like I'm hollow playing, body. Yeah, and I'm just playing around and I I'm just I remember not being nervous because the songs weren't that hard. It was also the, one of the first times I ever had to learn how to do those upstrokes in ska. Oh yeah, I'd never done that before, and you did it. You, ne- you never not really. Well, I never played in a fucking ska band. Well, yeah, <laughs> like so, like, well, I, like you didn't learn how to play time well, bomb. No, I mean, I like. I never really dove into ska until I joined you guys. Really, really? yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I've been aware of Less Than Jake and Goldfinger, 
but I never listened to their ska stuff. It was right. just like Red Hot, Red Nine Nine Red Balloons, right? Um, um, Kill Me for the Rest of My Life. Like those songs, yeah. the songs those bands had that were earned ska. Yeah, like okay. those. I didn't really dive into that. So when I heard the ska parts, and I'm like, "Fuck, how do you?" I didn't like. I understood how to do it, but it was like you were a master at them, and you, you still are really good at it. Thank like you. I would. It's hard to explain if you're not a musician, mm-hmm. and it's funny because. We have some friends that would try some of this, and they wouldn't really understand it either. Yeah, it's 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 a it's so it's so <laughs> funny because it was such a niche thing to be like doing. Yeah, it, I'll put a clip here. What it's supposed to sound like? I'll find like something like like an old. I'll play right here. Oh yeah, here, here we go. Oh so, yeah, we go. There you go. Forgot we're in my room with all these guitars. Yeah, like that, that like that. Australia. That is yeah. I, I like when I got it down though. I feel like I got it down pretty well now. At the time, I I like you know how you're supposed to mute it with your left hand. I would mute it with my right hand. I do both. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I do is we can cut this out if it's too much. But <laughs> what I do is I uh, I lift up my fretting hand and I every other. Uh, um... I guess I kind of do that now yeah. to think about it too, but I would just use my right hand yeah. to mute. Yeah, uh, so it's it's like a it's like a two handed thing. It's yeah. really it's weird. So Lord, yeah. I also remember Calvin not being a good drummer. <laughs> yeah, after after playing with Tyler, like, yeah, it was a like really that good was drummer. like one of the biggest things too. Like I joined the band, and Tyler was a really good drummer for his age. Tyler yeah, was, totally. I was nineteen, eighteen. Tyler was fifteen, mm-hmm. sixteen. So he was that prodigy. Where I said a couple episodes ago, where like if you're that prodigy, you're going to join Paramore yeah. or something. Like, he, he was, really he was good. that good. That was his style too. Was that Paramore type of like yeah, really exactly. hitting? So I think I said too. What's one of the episodes where I never met a drummer who had a pop like a punk rock? So I guess Tyler had that punk rock yeah. influence yeah and everything. And uh, but yeah, when I joined, I never I was a little skeptical with Calvin really yeah. at, at the start. And this kind of this starts kind of a seed of down the line of I don't want to say demise, but it's kind of a if where of where things aren't supposed to go and chemistry kind of wins, yeah. it's- we were we were getting better and he just he was getting better but like much slower I think than we were you know as a yeah. musician so but, granted he did get better over time mm-hmm. but that first practice that was one thing that stood out was like hey, Calvin's not a very good drummer yeah but um but he could get by and yeah. I guess and I think you made up enough for it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe also me being there made up enough for it as well. It was, it was like it was the, it was the Metallica thing where like the like the guitarist has to be so solid because the drummer's not that solid, right? You I know, makes sense, yeah. And honestly, you know, it's funny because we we rip on him now for it, but I thought I thought Justin was a the bass player I had before I joined with Justin was playing bass mm-hmm. had no could not do anything yeah. that well like just straightforward notes and forward. So when I heard Justin do some of the ska stuff. I thought he was the greatest fucking bass player in the he fucking was, world. I, you know, I listened back to the first episode, and we were kind of mean to him. I think <laughs> Justin, Justin was talented; like he, he could he could definitely play. Yeah, um, and he had a very creative mind. He did. He I had think, yeah. he had a lot of really awesome mm-hmm. ideas, and he could play. He used his fingers though, <laughs> so that was an issue. That was. An issue. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. He actually like I, I was like, why don't you try to play with a pick or something? It just sounds cooler. He's like he like couldn't and he couldn't like, do it like, really. He, it's not that he I've couldn't w- do it. He's like I don't fucking like this. Well, not know? only that, I've watched him play with a pick and it looks awkward. Yeah, yeah. So, but the fact that he could, was doing what he did with his fingers. Yeah, I know, yeah, and I think too, if we were to continue, if we continued on that path of being a ska band, he would have been perfect. He would have been perfect. That's that's a good point because like yeah. when we started like going more into like. Being more aggressive and easy core and, and stuff like that, he just couldn't keep it w- up. It wasn't his style. Yeah, you know? so that's so. If anything, 
the path we were going, he just didn't fit at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's a good thing to look back on. So, Justin, you were a great bass player. I'm sorry we were mean to you. Yeah, for sorry. But we love, you know, you're, but you weren't really good at the breakdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it finally felt right, I think. Yeah. Um, I think so. There were a couple of points. Early on in our career, was were like there were steps to mm-hmm. like being like okay, this is what I wanted this band to be. That was the first step was yeah. like was having you in the band. Like okay, we have another good second guitarist, another songwriter mm-hmm. who. And it, we'll get to I, that. I we'll like get it, to that too, where the songwriting really kind of really not only steps up a notch, but like it's uh, you and me were just pumping out shit left and right. Oh yeah, yeah. Very, and, uh, we were very prolific back very, in the day. Yes, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. It's a lot to talk about. Um, okay, so we have our first practice. We have our first few practices. Austin and Nathan start. I start kind of getting on board with these shows we're doing. And like I said, in the, before we kind of gone to our tangent about the first practice, one of the biggest, another big thing that helped, I felt, pulled the momentum in the band were these boys and girls club shows. Yeah. So we had this little. <clears throat> if you don't know what boys, you should know. You should know boys and girls clubs. It's the it's that community. It's, it's like a youth center. The youth center yeah, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, they had a they had a they had a room in Eagle River. Was it called the cave? It was called. Uh, I for some reason that comes up to me. The cave was where what we called River Rock. The oh, okay. Little basement. I forgot about that. Yeah, but um, okay. They called it the club. I think the club. Okay, yeah. they called it the club. Anyway, so you, so you said so. Justin knew one of the people there that kind of ran it. Tracy, so, thank yeah. you. It was just. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tracy was a big part. Yeah, awesome. in the momentum. And I think, um, man, we haven't talked to her in a while. We talked to her last time we opened for the Offspring. Yeah, she had us up. She had she, us play an acoustic show. Yeah, at, it was at really the cave. Cool. So it's cool. She still remembers that. Yeah, very but, cool um, of her. But yeah, I think I think Justin came up to like, hey, we have this really cool idea for the youth. It'd be really cool if we use the space they had. It was really cool. I had a little stage, mm-hmm. and they got this grant where it was a grant. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, where they were able to afford all this music like equipment for PA's and stuff. And uh, Justin was like, yeah, we should. Justin and them and her were like, yeah, let's fucking make a venue, make out a of good this. venue, kind of a venue. And then Austin. Also, really took that idea and really spearheaded, like went straight forward with it. We're like, "Yeah, dude, this is gonna be the Hudson Records um, home base." Yeah, if that, if I remember that, like, this is gonna be we're gonna play all these shows, and this is where we're gonna put a name for ourselves. So, honestly, in, in Eagle River, Alaska, in Eagle River, Alaska, yeah. right? He contributed a lot to that, and yeah, totally. and it, it's because, from my perspective, all the shows we played there were always awesome, great, yeah. And so, the first show we play there, it was get all this shit together. Austin's great job promoting it. This place is packed. Like, I mean, I'm talking, like, we talked about, I'm probably, like, I exaggerated maybe the River Rock stuff. Those were packed, too. But yeah. this place was packed. Elbow to elbow. Oh, yeah. Dude. And I have pictures um, I'll post on our Instagram. But this place was fucking gnarly. Like, and, and we had a lot of awesome bands play. So Thera played. Thera, Thera played. Lost Concept played. Giants McWay played. Remember that? Yeah, before I joined the band. Yeah, Bef- before Calvin had joined the band, and then I ha- and then I subsequently replaced yeah, him. In that's the band. a story. For that's another, a whole story. That's a whole thing for another time. And uh, and we played. I think we were the opening band. Yeah. Um, which was fine. Um, but it was still packed. Like everybody there was. Our friends were there. Um, it was badass. Was it was awesome. It was a lot of people from the music scene and also a lot of people from school that we just knew. Yeah. Like, hey, come hang out at this show or whatever. Yeah. And it was a lot of those times. It was like. People who've never been to a show like that saw like those Anchorage bands like mm-hmm. Thera and Lost Concept play stuff, stuff like that. I think that got a lot of people into like being into involved in the music scene. I think. Yeah. I really. I, I mean, I I want to think that's the case. I'm pretty sure it's true. Yeah. You know? I, I believe the, it. Everybody needs a pipeline. Yeah. To that you know. 
Yeah. And like, I also remember too, we're playing that show. Um, <laughs> we used to cover, used to cover Down <laughs> by uh, oh my, Jay, Jay Sean. Sean. Banger. <laughs> and Calvin and I would switch. You guys would switch, which didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why it, it annoys me when I see stuff like that. Like it's just so, fucking just play the song. I, know, it's so, I don't know why. Like like it's we, so corny. I'm not gonna wait five minutes for you guys to switch. It's so gimmicky, right? It, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, I really wanted to play the drums. Yeah, because I thought what it was, was cool. You know. Yeah. Whatever. And Calvin could play. Like he he like he wrote that like the. It was one of those covers where we changed it a whole bunch and made it a different genre than yeah. what it is. Yeah, it was is. like an easy chord song. Yeah, breakdown in and everything. That was our first little. Taste and, core. Taste and we'll get into that core. whole part of the noise um, saga. But he like, he wrote a lot of those riffs, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I don't know if I can play this." So like, we switched, and it was cool. Like, I was like, "I get to play drums for a song." I could b- barely play the drums. I get blisters and shit. So. But yeah, but yeah, like I said, the shows were fucking packed. It was great for the community too, like you said. And I don't know. And never since, and like those shows happened for a while. For yeah, for, for, a, for a, a while. while. And then, like it, like we would almost play every single one. Because we were literally right down the fucking street. We, yeah, we lived like a couple blocks oh, yeah. away. So it was like anytime we were asked to play, we're like, yeah, we don't have an excuse. Yeah. And <laughs> we, we could literally like carry our instruments from our house to walking this. to the venue. You yeah, know? it was awesome. But even we got to a point where like it just became another venue for other people to rent out and um, have a log. Unfortunately, I don't think it's how it used to be. I think the building is still there, if I'm not mistaken. But once, I don't know if maybe once we left. It kind of went up its own separate pack. I don't really know how the downfall of the venue kind of went, but for the time, it was there. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was and like place. I said, Austin and Tracy and Nathan all had all contributed to that to that whole making that you you like they they made Eagle River have a scene, which is crazy. When you're you know Anchorage is like ten miles down the road. And to have this, you made a suburban area where nobody fucking gives a shit about really. Yeah, have a scene. Yeah, there were uh, there were Eagle River bands. Yeah, you know, and there were uh, there there and there were a couple prior to that. Obviously, the bands that we played with it are like Battle of the Bands and stuff. So they were part of that. But it's like other like more bands started cropping up because they went to those shows. Yeah, I think, which was which is bad. I think to this day, I mean, I think last time we went down there, a couple of kids that came up to me and like, I remember you guys from playing those. Eagle River Club shows. Yeah. And some people will see us and they would start their own bands. And yeah. I remember, I forgot what the band was called, but I can't remember. There was a band that was inspired a lot by that whole scene that, so where they started their own band. So, so cool. There was, yeah. So it was great. It was a really good time. Ooh. And I value that time in our band a lot. I felt, dude, we're, this a lot of us, a lot of this is us, like sucked each other's dick, but like I felt like a fucking rock star back then, dude. <laughs> The Doug Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, um, yeah, but no, it was it was awesome time, and one of the shows. So not only with the Boys and Girls Club was a very momental time in our band. Do you remember when we played the cafe in Wasilla with Throwaway Thoughts? No. Oh, I think uh, it was just us. I think they were gonna play, but they couldn't, or right. something like that. Yeah. But do you remember the show at all? Yeah, it was like upstairs at a cafe. I think, or I think it was I downstairs. But uh, we played this show. It was an acoustic show. You, me, and our singer at the time. Oh, yes. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> you be the singer at the time. And um, it's all right. There's a there's a, there's like a probably 20 kids or 30 kids there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Go Your, it's starting to jog know, a little bit. I know. Bit. I know what this is. Okay. <laughs> so we're playing the show. And once again, like we said before, we covered that song down by Jay Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this, dude. <laughs> 
It's funny because it's over 10 years ago now. <laughs> oh, my God. We played down. And this lady comes up and tells us to stop playing in the middle of the song. And she goes, I'm sorry. Someone back there just had a heart attack. And they fell down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! I should. I, I need to say that story. So thank you, Austin that, and Nathan, for contributing to that as well. <laughs> I hope they're okay. I hope. I think it was. I fun. think they were fine. And at the end, but that that's that stuck out to me. That's <laughs> it's like why was it while we were playing that song? Right. Out of <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you're if you're listening to this, I hope you're okay. I don't know. After I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. I hope. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think was that the show. I remember there was another. It was either that show or another one like it, where we like decided we were going to cover like on the drive. We were like, let's cover an a date to remember song. I don't think that Do was it. Oh. Uh, maybe not. That doesn't sound right to me. Um, another Hudson Record show. I remember um, probably I think my second or third show with you guys when we played Colony High School. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. Too because um, once again it was just, I think we were just asked because we played with so many Valley bands at that point or you guys did this is my third second show with you guys and I remember too because I had to come straight from work and I'm, I think there are pictures of it where I'm in my work uniform playing this show so sick dude insane style <laughs> yeah but just a bunch of high which is Colony High School it's just us high school in the middle middle nowhere and um, I remember it was just a bunch of kids setting up and they're trying to figure out how the microphone works. <laughs> there were there we're sitting there going testing, 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 and there's nothing coming out of the PA. And then and then um I walk over I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm up here for like I'm up here for ten minutes and we're, I'm not and people are waiting for us to play. I need let's figure this out. So I go over there, I look at the damn fucking board and I'm like, dude, you're the gain's all the way down. <laughs> oh, Figured it out. Thanks. I turn it up. And, by, and then our singer at the time, you sing. like, I told Chuck Mike, there it is. Okay, well, keep it here. and <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's so, he was so proud of himself for figuring that out. When I'm the one that fucking told him. Because I remember I'm, I'm standing, I get back on stage, and he's overly yelling. And they're like, I figured it out. It was the game. <laughs> oh, Steve figured it out. Everything's yeah. All right, great job. Fucking Jesus Christ. That's so funny. That was that was a trip. I I think to the depths played that show. Did they? I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I really don't remember many. I should hit Eric up. I'm you should, sure. Maybe I can't remember really any bands that played that show because I know I had to leave early because I had to work the next day. Yeah, because you were the only one with a job in the band. That's right. Yeah. I should also maybe this is a good point to bring we should that. Touch on that. We yeah. should touch on that. So when I joined the band, like I said, I was two years older than the rest of them. Um, I was the only one with a job. And a car. And a car. So <laughs> weird, right? Like pretty weird. Why would I do this? Why would I why would I commit myself to that torment? Why did you? I don't know. Because I loved you so much. Thank you. <laughs> we couldn't do anything without you. There was a right. We like you you had Well not only that, well not only that, like Austin also probably had the drive Austin had a car. He had a car. And he had to drive you guys around. That's another thing. He was like all like after this whole like when the label when we got added onto the label or whatever. Quote label. Yeah. He was, he and Nathan were also like, they just like became friends. Like they would just be staying, they would just like stay over at the yeah. house and everything too. So it was like, it was pretty casual, yeah. even though they like, helped us out a lot. Yeah. In some, you know, in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but he had a car. 
So and then I had a car. And you had a car. I didn't have a car. You didn't have a car. You <laughs> didn't start driving until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my license till I was twenty-one years old. Well, sometimes, and like, then, then I lost it. He's, to this day, he still can't find no, it. I, so if anyone else knows how to work, let us know. No, I, I, I am licensed. I that's good. Probably. Drive a mail truck. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was the only one in the band with a job. So really think about that's how, insane. To not think only about. that, you're you're in a band with five people, and you got gas to spend, strings to buy, uh, mostly gas to spend. That mm-hmm. was a big part of that. Granted, I. I lived in Anchorage, so I had to drive out to Eagle River once or twice a week. Every time we practice. Every time we practice. So I'm already spending money there. I only worked at Starbucks at the time, making minimum wage. So I, all my money was being spent on this band. Yeah. <laughs> and I was such a nice fucking guy every time we go to fucking McDonald's. But food for everybody. I bought food for fucking everybody. <laughs> You're such a nice guy, man. I know. Thank you so much. What, what, where would I be without you? Certainly not sitting in your room. I'll touch on this now too I mean like Calvin our drummer pro- did he have a job the entire time Fuck no no actually he I remember um, there were a couple periods where he would like work overnight in a Fred Meyers like stocking yeah shelves and stuff but, but like this is an example of this where where I was so determined to make this band work I would I would any hurdle I would overcome and being the only person who was making money so he could he could he never bought his own drumsticks nope. He never bought his cymbals. You bought cymbals. I bought cymbals for him at one point. I bought all his drumsticks. And I remember this one time we were hanging out with some other Fred bands. It was Kyle, actually. Mm. And we're all hanging out. And I'm like, hey, um, I got to stop by at the music store. And he's like, I got to get drumsticks for Calvin. And Kyle looks at me and goes, why? And I didn't have an answer. (laughs) Was that that like an oh shit moment? It was. It was a huge oh shit moment. I was like, fuck, why am I buying drumsticks for this motherfucker mm-hmm. sorry i don't want to say he was a motherfucker because obviously at that time who knows what you're going through but, yeah but right. like but at the time for me personally i'm like fuck why the hell am i buying yeah spending so much money on this guy mm-hmm. like, i got my dad to buy buy me a lot of stuff um but i'm there there you did buy me a lot of shit you know and um it's just fuck. yeah it was just one of those things where i don't know it's all right i mean like i look back at it now it's, just, it's more funny it's more funny yeah, than anything it's funny and you did get a job eventually. I did. I worked at uh, I worked at a gym when I turned. I, I, I was eighteen, and uh, I was still in school because I had to do an extra year after my senior. I was a super senior, and I was working while I was going to school. So that shit sucked. Yeah, I like go to work before school. <laughs> so I did have a job at, at eventually at one point, and I've been working ever since. So. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, oh god. Also, I wish I could sit down and tally up how much money I spent at that beginning, and like send a Venmo request. Yeah, That'd right. Be hilarious. Like, but I, but it, but to your um, to your vindication, there was a time where my amp broke, and you guys bought me a new amp. The Bagheera. is that right? No, it was a cab. My that's right. Yeah, so that's right. So I was, and it took a little bit to get there, but I was uh, rewarded for my efforts. You're welcome. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> so what? So we play all these Hudson Records shows. So do you remember maybe the how the how this all kind of ended? I think I don't think there was a clear cut like we're done. Yeah, but I think it just, it just kind of he just kind of just like you said distanced himself. I think yeah, and like I touched on in the beginning, I think like I said there was just a point where I was just kind of 
not because I don't I don't know the bullshit, but I was seeing something that looked like shit at mm-hmm. the other side of that it smells rainbow. Like shit a little bit. Yeah. So I, maybe he sensed that, and um, I don't know. Yeah, because I just remember just eventually down the line, he just kind of stopped showing just up. Stopped. Yeah. Stopped showing up to stuff. And um, I think he had other stuff going on in his life. Like he started having to do like real adult stuff. Yeah. He got, I don't know. Um, I know he got into photography for a little bit. He did, and he was he was good. Yeah. Um, but, so he, he we just kind of basically went our separate ways. But Nathan Huseman stayed our friend, and That's he's true. still our friend. He he's still our friend to this day. He was, yeah. I love that. I actually talked to him uh, a couple days ago on the, on the, on the old FaceTime. That's what's up. We're going to get matching Yeah, tattoos. I would like, it'd be cool to have him on the show to have his perspective on that stuff. Like, yeah. he's, he is so funny. He is an insane person. <laughs> I love him now. Yeah. But like at first. How could you not? Yeah. But at first. Here's why. Okay. I'm going to. Because you saw, you saw I'm going to put my dirty laundry out right, right now. I forgot it was a show or something in Wasilla. And um, he asked for a ride. And like I said, this is during the time where, I, where I'm the one paying for everything. Mm-hmm. I'm paying to get gas out there. All this bullshit. And I pick him up. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you some gas money. And he only gives me five bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, that's more than I ever gave you. <laughs> I th- I think I was just mad that I had to drive out there. Uh-huh. Not, like you, Calvin, Justin were in the car. You guys didn't have jobs, so you guys couldn't give me any money. Mm-hmm. So, so as so if, like, as if like, that was an excuse. I'm depending on this one other guy to give me like twenty bucks or something. <laughs> I'm like, it like, and that's my problem. I put, I built it up in my head too much at the time. Where uh-huh. Like he's gonna give me like twenty bucks. Oh, it's going to be so sick. Here's a, here's a crisp five for you. <laughs> Fuck you, no. It would have been, been less insulting if it was no dollar. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you so much. I didn't know that. It's funny as fuck. No, uh, but like, I love him now. Yeah. But I just remember that time. You got pissed off by a lot of shit back in the day. I did. I was... I, I mean, I didn't have the greatest home life. So coming to you guys was a solace. And unfortunately, sometimes... um. I would bring some of that pain and anguish with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I would check myself yeah. if I needed. I mean, if there's any times where you remember where I was, I mean, there are some times we can go. Well, we'll touch on that later down the road. But like, like, like that moment there where I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking paying for everything. Fuck, God, these guys are losers. And I'm like, depending, just give me twenty fucking dollars, Nathan. Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> That's funny as fuck, yeah. dude. But uh. But yeah, so, so Austin eventually leaves us. Yeah, Austin he, Hudson. Um, <laughs> he, he I haven't really heard coil. from him since. Um, I know he's got kids now. That's good. Um, I think he's, I think he might still be doing photography. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, Austin, for some reason, um, love to have you on. Yeah, I've got both of you and Nathan on. Kind of talk your perspective. The Hudson Records reunion. The Hudson. The re return of the re re return of Austin wow. Records. Holy shit! The company with no. LCC. No. <laughs> I think it's LLC. Is it LLC? I don't know. Okay, whatever. The the company with no sole proprietorship. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they end, and then we kind of start, and this kind of goes into um, our beginning of writing our first songs together. Yeah, you and I. You yeah, you and me, and uh, the eventual writing of our first EP. Our first actual EP. EP. I called I called the demo our first EP for a while, but. It was just, it was a demo. It was a right. demo. It was a demo. Yeah. And this was, do we have time for this? No, nah, I think we're, we'll probably end it here. Okay. I feel like we have a lot to talk about for the, for that. There's a lot, there's a lot happening at that time too. There's yeah. A lot of shows that revolved around it. Mm-hmm. And um, God, there's going to be so much shit. But yeah, so next episode we'll touch on our first real EP. 
we'll talk about our first studio experience. All the shows around writing us. music together, writing music together. Something something we have sent we've been doing for now fifteen years. Yeah. It feels like where that yeah yeah exactly where that first spark happened, where you and me getting together and writing some of those songs where I could never write on my own. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you feel. Maybe you could have wrote them on your own, but there was a lot of times where I wrote some stuff and like, I don't feel like I could ever reach, I can never see the song in this kind of format unless you were there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know. Totally. I am not. I don't know how you felt on the other side. Maybe you felt you were just so good that you didn't need me at all. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. I, uh, my thing was when we were, we can touch on this more when we do the actual episode, but my, I just needed somebody to rein me in a little bit because I was writing, I was getting into writing really long songs, mm. um, and I needed somebody to tell me, maybe don't do that. Or like, <laughs> like, well, I really didn't even, I couldn't, we'll touch on this, because yeah. I would love that. So, yeah. So, next episode, we'll talk about our first record, all the shows around, and that's, thank you again for listening. Um, once again, Mustard and Ketchup Podcast on our Instagram. I got it right this time. Gonna you going to sneeze? Oh, oh. Don't fucking oh, do it. scared it out uh, of me. I got it. Um, email us, uh, mustardandketchup907 at gmail.com. If you want any of our old Noise Brigade demos, any of my old band demos, because if you didn't know it was in the last podcast, I didn't post long bits of them because they were very staticky and they hurt my ears. <laughs> but we found them. But we found them. Thanks, so they're there. Was it Danny that found them? Yeah, Danny got them. Awesome. So if Shout you want out. them, um, we're more than happy to email those to you. And um, or just if you were around this time at all, or remember any of those um, summer chaos shows, those boys and girls summer club, chaos. That's, I just that's, remember this last yeah. part. Um, those boys and girls club shows. Um, hit us up. We'd love to love to reminisce and, talk, and be nostalgic with you. But yeah, uh, I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. This is Mustard in a Ketchup Packet. Signing off. Have a good night. Sponsored by McDonald's milkshakes. No, we're not. Okay, McDonald's don't sleep.